I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. I'm here in the studio recording right across my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. Are you ready? For what? For Hot God March Madness 2022. Woo! Whoa! That's right. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The time where we just completely set aside the pretense that this is a podcast about complaining. Okay. And then we just objectify a bunch of guys and we crown one of them the hottest of them all. This is our fifth year in a row putting basketball brackets to shame. And we're doing things a little differently this year. It's true. Instead of just doing it as a deep dive, We're doing it as a whole episode. That's right. No banter, no deep dive, no chasers, just hot guys. You know what? Every so often we need a good palate cleanser in the form of a bunch of hunks that we're going to objectify. And this year we're doing a full 64 hot guy bracket, okay? Because that's technically how actual March Madness works. And this is the first year I realized that. (laughs) So we put out a uh, shareable, printable bracket for you to play along because this is official, folks. So check out Unhappy Hour on Instagram so you can play along. Play with your friends, fight with them over who's going to win until you become actual enemies. You know, just like end your friendships over this shit. And also you can use the hashtag HGMS. And tag us in your pics of your filled out brackets. This is a community, people. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start the show. All right, folks and freaks, are you ready to get thirsty? Make sure you got a glass of cold water handy, a personal fan or two, and I would suggest a liquid-safe tarp to sit on because things are about to get hot and heavy, folks. It's the fifth annual Hot Guy March Madness. Okay, we have 64 hunks on deck. They are slicked up. They are oiled. They are ready to be pitted against one another in a six-round battle for the title of hottest man alive, according to two horny people on a podcast. Except, okay, this is not people's sexiest man alive. No. We we take this seriously here. (laughs) First of all, we're more accredited. Absolutely. And also, it's not just some person at People Magazine deciding who's hottest. No, this is- Or some publicist. Right. Who's just like bribing. Exactly. That being said, we do accept (laughs) bribes. I would love to know what the like survival style- game show is happening behind the scenes to get your client on the People's Sexiest Man Alive list. Anyway, so this year we doubled the number of guys from 32 to 64. I've taken into account nominations from our listeners Mm -hmm. uh, as well as just kind of general relevance in 2022. Right. So apologies to like Brad Pitt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Honestly, yeah, he still can put it down, I'm sure. But You know, it's 2022. Uh, And of course, I'm using my own discretion as hot guy judge in chief. So every man on this list has passed the test of my own heart at the very least. So to all of our hot guy contestants listening, rest assured, no matter who wins, you all give me a boner. And I feel like that's really what's important to remember. It's just an honor to be on this list, frankly. (laughs) So if you're new here or if you need a refresher, here's how it works. Our list of men has been randomized. The only seeds involved in our March Madness are the seeds that I want all these men to plant deep inside of me. Wow. That is, I don't know what a first seed or a second seed actually is. (laughs) So we're doing away with that. It's just... Every hot guy is weighted equally, and the list was randomized, and they're pitted against one another. So don't be mad at me if two guys that you really like are up against one another in the first round because 
sorry, that's just the power of randomizerlist.org <laughs> that came up when I Googled randomizing a list. Anyway, so we'll go through each round. We'll fight it out until we have a champion. <gasps> are you ready? Yes, we are. Round one. Because we're starting with 64 guys, we're going to do a rapid fire round. Now, every year we have questions that we help guide us to make our decisions. So it's not just an objective, which of these guys is hotter, but it's who is hotter according to these categories. You can use our categories. You can use your own. It's really, you know, thirst is personal, but also my decision stands. So rapid fire, our question is, which man would look better riding a horse bareback along a beach? At sunset, I'll throw that in there. Yeah, of course. Is there any other time to ride a horse bareback on the beach? This is the classic hot guy qualification. Yes, this is the romance cover hot guy. Exactly. Fabio set the standard, and now you got to keep up. So, all right, let's go through 64 guys. <laughs> We're going to have 32 matchups in round one. Okay, first matchup, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II versus Chris Hemsworth. A strong one right it out is, the gate. It is. And honestly, based on our question, I don't, I don't know who would look better on a horse. I think Yahya would. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, I do think, is so strong. I'm almost afraid of what he would do to the horse. I agree. <laughs> but you know what? No, it's rapid fire. This is gut instinct. Ooh. I'm going to say Yahya. Wow, Chris Hemsworth out on the first round? That's tough. That's tough, folks. Welcome to Hot Guy March Madness 2022. (laughs) Okay, second matchup, Manny Jacinto versus Adam Driver. Isn't there an Adam Driver, like, cologne ad with him on a horse? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I have that in my brain, and it's hard to get it out. I do think so. I'm gonna... It's it's hard in this round not to just go with who I think has better thighs, but, like, I do think Adam Driver wins this one. Third matchup, Lakeith Stanfield versus Bad Bunny. I just, my instinct is to keep going with the thickest one, (laughs) which is Bad Bunny. I know almost nothing about Bad Bunny, so I'm going to trust you on this one. I do remember last year, I kind of was like feeling real hard for Bad Bunny. (laughs) Um, And guess what? It's lasted all year long. So I'm going to say Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny on a horse. Next matchup, Jake Gyllenhaal versus Alexander Skarsgård. I would say easiest matchup so far. Absolutely. Skarsgård all the way. Skarsgård all the way. Sorry, Jake. You can go find your scarf or whatever that actually means. <laughs> I'll be honest. Don't entirely know what the whole scarf situation is, but I'll, I'll tell you what. He won't find it on my beach. <laughs> um, next. Damson Idris versus Dev Patel. Damson Idris, if you don't know, is in Snowfall, the FX series. Yes, yes, yes. And um, Dev Patel was the Green Knight most recently. So we know he looks good on a horse. That's true. You have a knight right in your name. Yeah. Okay, let's Dev just Patel. go. Dev We're Patel. Next matchup. Zach Efron versus Sam Hugan. <laughs> I know he's Irish, so I'm probably it's probably pronounced like Huffin. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be honest, I have no idea who this man he's is. He's an outlander. Um, oh, I'm looking at photos and I do think he would look better on a horse than Zach Efron. Yeah. It's pretty I mean, yeah, Zach Efron, I'm sure, can also really pull off a horse. But he really this guy. Could. I know the Outlander image is really winning out in my brain, but yeah, it's going to be him. We're getting um, a fact check, by the way, that Sam is in fact Scottish, not Irish. Okay. Well, same difference. (laughs) Okay. Everyone's going to come for me. Don't blow me up. (laughs) I'm sorry to the Irish. Okay. Next matchup. Uh, It's a tough one. Timothy Chalamet versus Nick Jonas. Uh Ooh, Ooh, this is I tough. I feel like we're on opposite ends of this one. No. No? I'll say, because I know you think I'm going to pick Nick Jonas. I do think and that. And you obviously are going to pick Timothy Chalamet. Absolutely. Here's the thing. I don't think Timothy Chalamet is capable of riding a horse. <laughs> um, I just, like, picture him in that image of, like, being Fabio, having that kind of, like, <laughs> ruffly pirate shirt. <laughs> That's open down to the navel. And um, I want it. Of him sort of like spilling off of the horse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Unfortunately, it is hard for me to see Timothy Chalamet without a kind of like pencil mustache. (laughs) 
I just instinctively, my brain, if it's not there, it supplies him with a very thin mustache. <laughs> sure. <sighs> I just feel like I want to me on a horse. I want him on everything and anything. Okay. I look granted to you Thank because you. you know why? I think Timothy Chalamet could act well enough to convince me that he belongs on a horse. Thank you. Next matchup, Hassan Minaj versus Reggae Jean Page. Oh. I'm going to say reggae. Yeah. yeah. Hassan has made it pretty far in previous years, but I mean, come on. I just think... Reggae on a horse. Yeah, getting ready for Bridgerton season two, that man... He knows how to ride a horse. That being said, he's not in Bridgerton season two. Oh, that's right. Famously, he's not. More reason to <laughs> well, imagine still, him on it's one. in my brain. Next, Eric Dane versus Jay Ellis. Excuse me while I look up who Eric Dane is. Well, yeah, Eric Dane was famously in Grey's Anatomy. Most recently was in Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Dick out on Euphoria. I see. I see. <laughs> um, There's and... no question here as I'm looking at photos, but... um. I do think Jay Ellis, Jay Ellis would be the hands on down that horse, winner please. here. But Eric Dane is a great runner-up. Okay, next matchup. And again, we're moving here very quickly because this is just round one. Chris Evans versus Lil Nas X. Ooh. This is a tough matchup. It is. But you know what? I think Lil Nas X pulls off a horse way better than Chris Evans I does. I mean, Old Town Road. Old Town Road. Yeah, he's going to take that horse... To the Old Town Road. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Um, Okay, next. Henry Cavill versus Henry Golding. Ooh, Hank versus Hank. This one is tough. Yeah. Because, again, Henry Cavill does have the kind of... He is obsessed with horseback riding. He also, like, dated a like, Olympic equestrian or some shit. Henry Golding. Yeah. But, man, he would look so... I also think the sunset aspect here is really important. And there's just something about Henry Golding being on a horse at sunset that's really pushing me towards him. As someone who has looked into Henry Golding's eyes on a Zoom, (laughs) famously former guest complainer Henry Golding, he is almost like too hot. Oh. But I think he's he's like model, like I he's on a runway. He's not on a beach. (gasps) Yeah. You're the official judge here. I'm I can hear it. Henry Cavill just to me would absolutely destroy a horse. He belongs on a horse. He does belong on a horse. Oh, this hurts. Okay, next, KJ Appa versus Paul Rudd. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Best matchup, hands down, so far. Honestly, this could go either way. It really could. Because both of them could be on a horse. By the way, Paul Rudd is the reigning people's sexiest man alive, Mm. if that weighs your decision at all. KJ Appa, I cannot imagine actually on a horse. See, here's the thing. I think that I would rather see KJ Appa galloping in on a horse at sunset. I would rather be on a horse with Paul Rudd. Okay, true. That I don't doesn't know where, help That doesn't all. help at all. Because I did not specify where uh, we the people are in regards to the horse. Does that matter now? What about gut reaction? We just go with gut reaction again here. I feel like KJ Appa. Unfortunately, yes. I really <laughs> want Paul Rudd to go forward, but... Yeah. Sorry, Paul Rudd. You're a great ant man. <laughs> <laughs> Derogatory. Um, okay, next. Michael B. Jordan versus Sean Mendez. This is easy for me. Yeah, I I have a well-documented predisposition for twinks. Um, you do. <laughs> However, I do feel like he would just be crushed by a horse. Yeah. And Michael B. Jordan would look so good. Michael B. Jordan. Previous winner. Next, Chris Maloney versus Simu Liu. Ooh, because Chris Maloney's ass on a horse, let me tell you, it would be going ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. Yeah. But Simu Liu. Yeah. I know this category does sort of lend itself to the superhero it does. type, even though we just kicked out um, <laughs> multiple superheroes. Paul, Paul Rudd, yeah. But I would say Simu I here. I think Simu, yeah. Next up, we have Lee Pace versus Kumail Nanjiani. Lee Pace, no doubt about it. I'm sorry, rapid fire. Let's move on. 
That's true. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Lee Pace is pretty pretty up there for me. Next, Liam Hemsworth versus Lucas Bravo. I know Barry's looking up Lucas Bravo. I'm absolutely Bravo, looking up who Lucas who Bravo is. is. Um, the hot guy from Emily in Paris. Oh. Honestly, Lucas Bravo is sort of like European hot. Yeah. And then Liam Hemsworth is sort of like all-American boy. Yeah, and European on a horse is nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. just Lucas Bravo. Okay, that's the last one on that. Yep. Okay, we're halfway there. Woo! Next, Anthony Porowski versus Ryan Reynolds. This one is honestly pretty close. I do think yeah. just like mood-wise, they're basically the same person. Yeah. <laughs> they're both Canadian. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think Anthony. I don't know. I kind of think Ryan Reynolds. Unfortunately, I am just thinking about Anthony with a picnic basket on a horse, bringing well, a, that's bringing not a picnic really. basket to the beach. It's <laughs> not really how horseback riding on the beach works, but I kind of think Ryan Reynolds here, All even right, though Ryan it is. Personally, my heart probably goes to Anthony. Anyway, next, Sebastian Stan versus Jonathan Majors. Sorry, I do have to look up Sebastian Stan. Uh, okay, he is in The Avengers as the Winter Soldier. Mm. He's also in so many things right now. He's Tommy and Pam and Tommy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this then, one's pretty course, easy for me. Jonathan Majors is Lovecraft Country. Who would look fucking amazing on a horse? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Jonathan Majors. Okay. Um, next, we have Pedro Pascal versus Oscar Isaac. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> just, fuck. Does feel like the randomizer did a particular injustice. Oh, my <laughs> with God. This, matchup. this is so rude. I do think Oscar Isaac would be better on a horse, frankly. I mean, I think Oscar Isaac is better on anything, uh, but I almost want to say Pedro here, but let's just Oscar. We can't. We can't take this from Oscar. Next is Daniel Kaluuya versus Stanley Tucci. (laughs) Okay, very different here. Yeah, two completely different vibes. Uh, Honestly, I can't picture either of them on a horse. (laughs) (laughs) I think Daniel... I guess. Yeah. Let's go with Daniel. All right. I want to eat pizza with Stanley Ducci, yeah. but not ride a horse with him. Next up, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad this is the matchup that was chosen. Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, shout out to the listener who literally got banned from Twitter. Banned, banned. permanently banned, because she so badly advocated in the past for Pete Davidson to be in our podcast. I believe that she said she'd kill someone. She'd kill us. She'd kill us if we <laughs> yes. didn't put Pete Davidson on March Madness and then Twitter immediately just banned her. <laughs> Last year. <laughs> And I, uh, I do feel like it's an injustice for us to just immediately kick out Pete Davidson. But I, <laughs> I can't cannot imagine him on a horse. Not in the same room as a horse. <laughs> I think by any objective standard, no matter what our criteria is, Dwayne versus Pete Davidson is difficult. We're just trying to not have Dwayne the Rock Johnson move forward so that Pete Davidson can here. But I think if we're being honest. Unless we just throw a grenade in the in the mix and say, fuck it, Pete Davidson, we convince a horse to let him ride it. <laughs> I think we got to do Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Let's put it this way. For some reason, multiple beautiful women have chosen to be with Pete Davidson. Enough, yeah. Enough, Enough people so have that, like, ridden him like a horse that I feel like he could ride a horse, sure. Where I'm like, would I see him on a horse and let him take me away? All right. Pete Davidson moving forward. Or do we just want to say that we have given him sufficient due in this rapid fire round that we must respectfully leave him behind? Or does he have some sort of immunity? We get one immunity in this whole game and he's getting it just for the listener who was suspended. You're the judge. You're the official judge here. You have to make the call. I'm going to say Pete Davidson has sweet talked his way into... No, I can't. I All can't. Right. Just like gut feeling. <laughs> gut feeling I cannot in good conscience no. let Pete Davidson continue when Dwayne The Rock Johnson is who he is up against. Yeah. This is this is what happens. It doesn't matter how well, you know, how well seated you are. In this case, seated would be hung. But you know what? This is what happens when you're up against The Rock and a hard place. Next, um... 
Tom Hardy versus Jason Momoa. Ooh. I think this one's easy. It's honestly, no, I don't even know which way you're leaning. Jason Momoa. Yeah, but have you the seen hair. Tom Hardy? Yeah. But the hair. That's true. All, really like famously, his, his initial rise to fame was as the horse lord. Yeah. Yeah. I just, the images of Tom Hardy from his like slutty MySpace era are <laughs> seared into my brain. And if you haven't seen them, I, I urge you to look them up. <laughs> um, okay, next, Taika Waititi versus Jamie Dornan. Taika Waititi, by the way, is our reigning champion? No, he's not, but he came very close. And then it was like Blake Griffin or some shit. <laughs> With all due respect to Taika. Oh, God. Jamie Dornan, I mean, I associate him with the beach now of yeah. ripping off his shirt on the beach we have to for Barb and Star but I just wanted to go on record that this personally physically and emotionally pains me well that's the way the cookie crumbles um thank god it's Harry Styles versus Keanu Reeves oh dear god <laughs> The challenge for me every single year is that I don't want to show any personal favoritism towards Harry Styles. I don't want any listener to think that I'm pushing my my hand or any other body part on the scales. In this case, I cannot picture Keanu Reeves near any living animal. Okay, rude, especially because in John Wick, he literally not only rides a horse, but then uses it as a weapon. What is John Wick? <laughs> I why are there horses in that movie? <laughs> Think I believe it was in the the second or third. To me, this is unquestioningly Harry Styles. All right, yeah, we'll just do it. Next, Riz Ahmed versus Tom Holland. Riz, 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 Riz. This is kind of an even matchup for me, to be honest. Okay, here's the thing. Because they both have that same sort of, you know, rodent quality. <laughs> Adorable rodent. Riz Ahmed all the way. Also, he's British, which I didn't know for yeah, years. so is Tom Holland. Yeah, but Riz Ahmed lied to me. I thought he was American for so long because I've only seen him play Americans and never heard him speak. Yeah, but the listeners don't know this, that you're actually pretty stupid when it comes to <laughs> knowing if an actor is British or not. <laughs> Just for the record, uh, you have been shocked by many a person who is quite obviously British. <laughs> It's got to go to Riz. Um, next, Joe Jonas versus Robert Pattinson. I'm sorry. I'm just like not a Jonas girl. And also like Robert Pattinson on a horse. Yes. I can't really picture Robert Pattinson on a horse. But wow. then again, I haven't really looked at him in a while. I mean, if you want to go Joe Jonas, it's your call. You know, OK, gut reaction, Robert Pattinson. Sure. Um, next, Penn Badgley versus Chris Pine. We're getting into the kind of throwback version. Okay. Yeah, OK. Penn Badgley, obviously, from you. Chris Pine from being Chris Pine. Yeah. <laughs> I do yeah, think Chris I Pine, think Chris Pine. Would, would, would be better on a, on a horse. Absolutely. Um, OK, next. Oh, wow. Angus Cloud versus Paul Mescal. You have your two kind of like undercard white boys. Yeah. I mean, Paul Mescal is dating Phoebe Bridgers, which is painful for me. <laughs> um, I would like to see both of them ride a horse to me. Yeah. On, during to be sunset. fair, Angus Cloud, um, who is his character on Euphoria, every, <laughs> every time they do a talking head interview with him in the about the show, it is hilarious to me that he just seems like he is his character. Um, <laughs> Cannot imagine him on a horse. I think Paul Mescal. Sure. Next, Taryn Edgerton or Egerton. I never know how to say it. Versus Anthony Ramos. I mean, Anthony Ramos on a horse, please. Yeah, just the action of his hips gripping a horse. Oh. Yeah, even though Taryn is close to my heart. I know. Anthony know. Ramos. Okay, next is Jacob Elordi versus Kendrick Sampson. I need to look up who Jacob Elordi is, but I do know who Kendrick Sampson is, and I think he's one of the finest men out there, and you put him on a horse, and I am dead. Okay, the problem is Jacob is the, like, main hunk in Euphoria. Mm. Who is a closeted <laughs> bully? I see. <laughs> so cool. of course the like you know the chemicals in my brain are like <laughs> right. And now just like close your eyes and picture Kendrick Sampson on a horse. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, for Jacob, I do think it needs to be Kendrick Sampson. 
Next, we got Ricky Martin versus Jonathan Bailey. Oh, my. By the way, I was like, does Ricky Martin belong on this list? In 2022. In 2022. And ultimately, obviously, I decided yes. I just looked at his Instagram and I was like, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) I think Ricky Martin is, he's in that category that like J-Lo is in where they're sort of like a timeless. Yeah. They're just as hot now as they've ever been. True. And it is upsetting. And between him and Jonathan Bailey on a horse, I know you love Jonathan Bailey. He's but, a cutie cutie pie. Yeah, no, I I would say Jonathan Bailey over Ricky Martin. Okay. I just think he belongs on a horse. <laughs> and it's not only because he's in Bridgerton. And finally, Andrew Garfield versus Maluma. Sunset I mean, on a horse. Maluma. Maluma, obviously. all the way. Yeah, I don't really think Andrew Garfield could hold his own on a horse. <laughs> Great actor. <laughs> Not a horseman. All right, we'll get to the next round right after this commercial break. I'm Bobby Finger. And I'm Lindsay Weber. And I want to tell you about a podcast I think you're going to love. Who Weekly is a podcast about everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. Does celebrity news stress you out? Are there too many people you've literally never heard of? Check out Who Weekly, a podcast hosted by Lindsay Weber and me, Bobby Finger. Each episode goes deep into the biggest Who Liberty stories of the moment. And if you're still confused, we even have a weekly call-in episode where we'll answer the most burning listener queries. Who Weekly airs twice weekly with brand new episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays. Listen and follow Who Weekly on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Shimol Yai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense that you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost. But now, I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully, no one will die on station night. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Round two. Which man would look better in nothing but the apron that he's wearing to cook you a souffle? Oh. Preferably after a long day of work, you're walking in the door or turning off your laptop. You turn around. This man is wearing nothing but an apron. And guess what? He's cooking you one of the most difficult things to cook. A souffle. I'm mouth is watering, pussy is wet. By the way, uh, this is a chocolate souffle. So just to specify, right. this is not like an uh, you know a breakfast souffle. No, this is a chocolate lava. You're gonna put your spoon in that, and it will squirt. <laughs> First matchup is Yaya Abdul Mateen. The second versus Adam Driver. I think Adam Driver would be way too angry while he was baking and just like not be able to do it. And <laughs> right, my my brain immediately was like, okay, both of them are on a horse. I for- <laughs> I forgot I literally just said <laughs> souffle. Um, yeah, no, I can't imagine Adam Driver having the patience to cook a souffle. No, and imagining Yaya in a little apron. Oh yeah, baking a chocolate souffle. In that case, it also would have to be a too small apron. Oh, of course. What other apron would you put on him? Yeah, Yaya all the way. Next matchup, we got Bad Bunny versus Alexander Skarsgård. Listen, you know I'm a Alexander Skarsgård girl through and through since day one of True Blood. Yeah, yeah. And I think he would look beautiful in a kitchen, baking mm-hmm. me a little souffle. Yeah. But can, just talk, talk it out about Bad Bunny. Tell me. I know. The problem with making this a podcast is that all, my brain is having to visualize both of them in a kitchen, right? Both of them are in an apron. I'm trying to picture them both n- naked. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Obviously. I mean, I would do that without... A podcast. Um, <laughs> I do think side view, like Bad Bunny probably has a a, a thicker trunk. Mm. And I was trying to say like bigger ass there, but I yeah. realized that was not clear <laughs> all based on that descriptor. <laughs> I knew where you were. I knew you I knew what was going on. 
my my gut is saying Alexander Skarsgård. My gut is always saying Alexander Skarsgård. Okay. Next matchup, we got Dev Patel versus Sam Higgin. <laughs> um, okay. Dev Patel in a little apron would be adorable. That being said, the idea of a Scottish man from, like, the Highlands in an apron made of kilt material <laughs> does work for me. Let the record show. I prefer Dev. This is your official judgment. But I'm going to go with Sam. My apologies. Next is Timothy Chalamet versus Reggae Jean Page. It kills me, but I don't want... I, I don't think I ever want to eat a souffle that Timothy Chalamet makes. He is vaguely French, even yeah. though nobody can actually confirm it. I also don't really want to see him in an apron. Although Reggae Jean Page it does also sound French. I also absolutely want to see him in an apron. Yeah, he would look absolutely amazing in an apron. Yeah. And I do think, I mean, listen, my, again, I've I've been very open about the fact that I do have um, a condition in which I am predisposed <laughs> Two twinks. It upsets me just as much as it upsets you. That being said, <laughs> the idea of an apron just kind of falling off <laughs> the skeleton of Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> it is, although, you know what? I'm sure he can like get one that fits. But yeah, reggae Jean Page here, yeah. absolutely. Next matchup, Jay Ellis versus Lil Nas X. Ooh. Honestly, I want to see Lil Nas X make a souffle. Absolutely. Will he fuck it up? Yes. But he will entertain us throughout and he will look good in that apron. Yeah. I have no doubt it will be the worst chocolate souffle I've ever had, <laughs> but I do want to see him make it. Next up, Henry Cavill versus KJ Appa. No, I do not trust KJ Appa in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. The difference is like, would you? I also don't trust Henry Cavill in a kitchen. That's true. This is a hard matchup. <laughs> I just feel like they're two dum-dums. I'm sorry. I do think Henry Cavill would, like, yeah, break everything in the kitchen <laughs> from, like, sheer bam-bam force. And then KJ Appa would, like, burn your house down. <laughs> Henry Cavill has sort of, like, himbo energy. Yes. And KJ Appa has, like, reckless vagrant energy. Yes. So does this just come down to who looks better in an apron? Yeah. And I feel like we both know it's Henry. It's Henry Cavill. Yeah. Okay. Next up is Michael B. Jordan versus Simu Liu in the kitchen with a souffle. This one is I'm biting my lower lip here because both of them are satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm... It's a long day of work. Right. You have to picture them also. Well, okay. Here's what I didn't specify is like when you turn around from mm-hmm. your desk or you walk in the door, mm-hmm. are they pulling the souffle out of the oven or are they starting the preparation? Oh, I've and definitely been of, in. Yeah. Ooh. And you're sort of watching them work their magic. I was imagining right out the oven. Right. But okay. I do like imagining them with a little flower that just, you know, they like go to wipe their forehead and they get a little flower on their forehead. But also it's like if they're pulling it out of the oven, most likely, depending on your kitchen, they would be fully bent over. <laughs> <laughs> so with that visual in mind, mm-hmm. I feel like Simu. I think Simu. Yeah. Sorry, MBJ, who... Was a winner, he I was. believe. Next is Lee Pace versus Lucas Bravo. This one. Come on. Okay. Come on. Here's the, here's the thing. Lucas Bravo did play a French chef in Emily in Paris. So that is, that, it does feel yeah. like he is. But. Lee Pace. I, yeah. My my heart on for Lee Pace, unfortunately, is so strong. It's as tall as he is. And let me tell you. I probably have mentioned this on the podcast before um, because it's seared into my memory, but I saw a production of Angels in America on Broadway in which Lee Pace plays the Mormon character who gets fully naked on stage, balls out, and let me tell you, Lee Pace is 6'5", and he's got the the goods. (laughs) And we were in like the third or fourth row. (laughs) So I have, it's it was not a Joey Tribbiani like lunch meat situation. 
vintage reference. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> okay, Lee Pace. Next, Ryan Reynolds versus Jonathan Majors. Interesting matchup here. Yeah, I think, I feel like Ryan Reynolds would annoy me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Also, Jonathan Majors is just like a sweet, sweet man. And you know that he would like really take care of the situation. Is he also British? No, he's American. Okay. I have been on a Zoom with him, mm. and he is truly a sweet, sweet man. Yeah. And I do think he has that combination of, like, would he pull off an apron? Absolutely. 100%. But also, like, yeah, I want to, like, have a conversation. Yeah. And eat <laughs> okay. his souffle. Yeah. And ass. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The apron <laughs> stays on. <laughs> <laughs> While I I get have the souffle and then the main course. <laughs> okay, next is Oscar Isaac versus Daniel Kaluuya. Listen, we already know what Oscar Isaac looks like in a kilt, okay? In a skirt, okay? When did he wear a skirt? You haven't seen the video? Well, this is just an unfair advantage. He wore a skirt very recently, and then someone walks by him, and he's like... You look good. And he says, thanks, baby. And then I, my stomach fell out of my vagina. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Yeah. And he said, I, I mean, guess the skirt's working or something like that. And I do. Uh, yeah. My instinct is Oscar also. Yeah. Also, I think he p- could probably make a mean souffle. Yeah. Next, Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus Jason Momoa. Similar energies. Yeah. Yeah. But one I feel like has a softer side. I don't know, though. No. I feel like you're trying to say Jason. I am. But Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I cannot say his name, just Dwayne. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry, D. I feel like he is like the lovable bodybuilder. Yeah, but famously, he like only eats salmon. So like, does he know how to cook a souffle or is he too busy thinking about bulking up? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Also, apron. Think about that apron. Yeah, I mean, Jason Momoa in an apron, hands down. My hands on the ground, bent over. (laughs) Okay, Jason Momoa. I feel like this matchup happened last year, and it (laughs) hurt me. Because the next matchup is Jamie Dornan versus Harry Styles. Oh, no. And who would be there? I mean, similar in that. They're both British, so Mm -hmm. you can't really trust them to cook. No. Here's the thing. I feel like it almost has to do with, like, what kind of apron. And I just feel like Harry is pulling off an apron better than Jamie. A little ruffle, vintage-style apron on Harry Styles holding a chocolate souffle. I honestly don't even care if he made it or not, even though I know that's part of this. Wow. Yeah. The teens are going to take you down. (laughs) I mean... Yeah. If I'm being perfectly just objectively based on my dick alone, (laughs) Jamie Dornan to me is like the ideal man. (laughs) I know. Roll your eyes. It's like, okay, literally like cookie cutter (laughs) dictionary definition of like hunk. Yeah. Like, yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show. He is... The the blonde, whatever yeah. the name is. Mm-hmm. But Harry Styles is Tim Curry. Right. <laughs> okay, the other complicating factor is that I do feel like we've seen Harry in this exact situation. Like, I, I feel like he's posed in, like, a French maid sort of yeah, outfit. Yeah, And I don't have the same visual of Jamie, and yeah. I want it. I will say, with your encouragement, that... We'll go with Harry Styles. Sorry, Jamie. You know we love you. Next is Riz Ahmed versus Robert Pattinson. I mean, I do think Robert would probably... Really? Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, Robert Pattinson did do an interview where he talked about um, making this ungodly, like, macaroni and cheese Uh creation. (laughs) We are getting a fact check from producer Melissa saying, in all caps, no, that man microwaves spaghetti. Yeah. (laughs) It's exactly what I was thinking. So, yeah, exactly. I do not trust Robert Pattinson in the kitchen. I do think he has a certain disdain for being alive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also don't think he'd, like, love wearing an apron the way that I think Riz would really. He'd, like, he'd be enthusiastic about it, you know? Yeah, true. True, true, true. Riz it is. Next, Chris Pine versus Paul Mezcal. 
I feel like this one's pretty easy. I also don't even know if I'm saying his name right. Is it pronounced like the liquor? I mean, it is now. Chris Pine versus Paul Mescal. You think it's easy? Yeah. Because you also have a predisposition for Paul. No, I was actually going to go for Chris. Yeah, he do- he would know his way around yeah. a kitchen. Something he has about- experience. He knows where all the right buttons are. Mm-hmm. That ass, those eyes, mm-hmm. and a souffle. Yeah. Okay, Chris Pine. Next is... Anthony Ramos versus Kendrick Sampson. Ooh, this one is tough. Yeah. Mm, I mean, gut instinct is Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I. He is just so fucking good looking. <laughs> yeah. I want to go like dancing with Anthony. Yeah. I want to come home to to Kendrick in my kitchen. Exactly. Kendrick it is. And final matchup. Ooh, Jonathan Bailey versus Maluma. Interesting. If you were saying, like, gun to your dick, pick between these two men. No, honestly, Jonathan. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the apron and the souffle, it's going to be better from Jonathan than it is Maluma. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Jonathan Bailey it is. Round three. Our category is, which man would be better at building you an ark to survive the inevitable oncoming flood? Mm. So woodworking skills, gathering skills. I would want to watch them chop down a tree, build a boat. And then, is being on the boat together part of this equation? Or yeah, sure. Okay. Also, right. like, rail me in the boat. <laughs> um, yeah. You work your oars. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. Absolutely. Okay, matchup one, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II versus Alexander Skarsgård. This is... This is... I mean, this is going to start getting tough. It is. I will say, Alexander Skarsgård, he has that thing where I'm like, do I trust you to build something? True. He also does have the unfair advantage of having a movie called Vikings coming out. So we know mm, he does have a way around a boat. Right. He might also just have that, like, ancestral knowledge, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Being Nordic. That's true, but... But Yaya... I feel like he could also really build a boat. He really could build a boat. I just would trust him to be able to do whatever. Yeah, I also feel like as much as I absolutely love Alexander Skarsgård, I'd probably get annoyed being stuck on a boat with him. And I just feel like I wouldn't get sick of Yaya. Yeah, I think we call it Yaya. Next, Sam Hugan versus Reggae Jean Page. This is the other thing where it's you start being you start being influenced by the cultural perception that you have of them. <laughs> right, as imaginary as it may be. Right. And so obviously you have Outlander versus Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Yeah. <laughs> Who do I trust to build a boat more? Some prince? <laughs> Or a literal Scottish hunk. I'm going to say the Scottish hunk. Scottish hunk. Next, Lil Nas X versus Henry Cavill. This is tough. Yeah. Because I really want Lil Nas X to continue. I think that he would make a better looking boat. Like a, like a more interesting looking boat. It'd be creative. It, the architecture would be very cool. Would it work? Would it stay afloat? Yeah. I don't think so. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Henry Cavill, I think tomorrow, if you just like told him that you needed a boat, he would do it and he'd do it in a day. Yeah. I do think per the criteria, Henry would do a better better job at That's saving me from the flood. As it pains me. Henry Cavill. Next is Simu Lu versus Lee Pace. Also tough. Yeah. I mean, these are all gonna They're, suck. It's all really Difficult. Here's the thing, and I this almost held Lee Pace back in the last round. Yeah. Is that his Instagram presence is extremely uh burning man. <laughs> it's very much like, okay, I don't know the last time you actually took a shower. It's one of those situations mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, would I sniff? Yes. <laughs> Am I worried? Also, yes. So with that in mind, I do think he could, like, craft a bow. Yeah, I kind of do, too. It might be made out of, like, wheatgrass. Yeah. I mean, 
definitely like reclaimed wood for sure. Yeah. Am I worried that his dick is so big that we would sink? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but what a great reason. Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Okay, next, Jonathan Majors versus Oscar Isaac. Oy vavoy, why are we doing this? Every year it hurts more and more. <sighs> it's got to be Jonathan it's, Majors. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Oscar Isaac could build a boat. Um, <laughs> what I do want to be in a boat with him. Yeah. But, yeah, it's Jonathan Majors. Oh. I mean, I love them both. It's it's good. Next is Jason Momoa versus Harry Styles. Oh, no. I'm so sorry, Harry. <laughs> That's not a fair competition. It's really not. It's no, really not. I mean, yeah, just it's, it has <laughs> yeah. to be Jason Momoa. So those, that, those were two winners up against, two previous winners. Yeah. Next, Riz Ahmed versus Chris Pine. I mean, Pine is right in the name. <laughs> he knows the way around wood. Yeah, Riz Ahmed. I don't know. What I, do you think? I can just really see him picking up a hammer and like sweating it out and like, you know, just like figuring it out. Yeah, he would put in the work. Yeah. He would make sure it's well-researched. Yep. Chris Pine. There'd be a couple holes in that ship. Yeah, let's just... Uh, Riz Ahmed... I feel like he would do a great job on the boat. <laughs> and finally for this round, Kendrick Sampson versus Jonathan Bailey. Oh, boy. This is a tough matchup. Okay, do I trust Jonathan Bailey to build a boat? Probably not. I also don't think I trust Kendrick Sampson to build a boat. Right, That's they're the both, like, beautiful. Yeah. Say, who, who would save me from a flood? That's a good point. We haven't really used that yet. I think Jonathan Bailey would. Yeah, he does have a, like, I'll drop everything and come to your rescue and use my ears to fly to you if necessary. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, there's a a prompt on Hinge that is, like, what is one thing I'm attracted to in a person or something? Something like that or one one thing I look for. People always have, like, the most specific answers. This is all my way of saying that my, like, weird quality, but that I don't say, but is a plus – is weird ears. <laughs> <laughs> you love weird ears. You've said it before. You'll yeah. hopefully fuck them again. Yeah. Jonathan Bailey. Jonathan Bailey. Let's call it. Round four. <laughs> Who would look better with his arms and or thighs being used as your weighted blanket? AKA, who is the best cuddler? Mm. Who are you going to fall asleep besides? Mm. Who is going to crush you into subconsciousness? <laughs> Let's do First, this. Yaya versus... Sam Hrigan. I feel like height is important here, unfortunately. How tall is Sam? 6'3". Oh, shit. Both tall kings. 6'3". Wow. This is a a fairly even (laughs) matchup. You know, this is also one of those prompts where it's like offensive that we have to choose. (laughs) When it's like, okay, the bed is big enough for the three of us. King size. Exactly. Although as someone who is... Also 6'3". <laughs> it is, ins- by the way, also insane that I am the same height as these two men. <laughs> um, the three of us all in a bed together, the structure wouldn't support it. <laughs> I do feel, and hear me out, like Sam would kind of forget that you're there and like actually accidentally crush you. Whereas like Yaya would be like gentle mm. in, in that way. No one to be rough, no one to be gentle. There is a combination of of nurturing and... Crushing. Crushing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's tempered by the nurturing. We'll call it... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Next is... Oh, <laughs> all of these are going to be <laughs> crushing. Henry Cavill versus Lee Pace. 6'5", Lee Pace. How tall is Henry Cavill? Unfortunately, we will have to... <laughs> Uh, we will have to confirm everybody's six heights. one. He's six one. Okay, short king. <laughs> <laughs> also, let's be real. Like, I don't, I don't want to be snuggled by Henry Cavill. I want to be enveloped by Lee Pace. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this one is tough for me because Henry. Yeah, Henry Cavill is verging on like okay, 
you could actually snap me in half. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Lee Pace is a little more lithe, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's mm-hmm. say. Um, but I don't know. Henry, I feel like would be I feel like would be more comfortable, more pillow esque. Wow. You would have to be the big spoon. I'm fine with that. It's your call. But Lee Pace. Come on. Here's the thing. Rarely do I let height affect me too much uh-huh. because I am 6'3", and it's a curse, <laughs> especially being a 6'3 gay, because that means inevitably I'm going to be with someone shorter. Right. At the very least, it's the same height or shorter. It's rare that I find a gay who's taller. Uh-huh. And here we have both. <laughs> Therefore, it must be Lee Pace. Thank you. Someone who could envelop me. Okay, next, Jonathan Majors versus Jason Momoa. This gets back to the sweetness as well for me. Two JMs. Two JMs, two gems. Boo. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, and who do you find to be the sweeter? Oh, Jason. Jonathan Majors. Jonathan, Jonathan. Jonathan Majors. Jason, I feel like, I don't know, I kind of feel like he'd be a bit of a selfish snuggler. <laughs> Out of no, there's no reason. <laughs> I just kind of have that feeling. Yeah, if we're going by their like um, what they're known for, we have yeah. Lovecraft Country versus you know Aquaman yeah. versus the Dothraki. I do think Jason Momoa like would be scary to sleep next to, <laughs> <laughs> and Jonathan Majors would be like yeah protective, yeah weighted blanket, mm. mm-hmm. both solid and comforting. Yeah, Jonathan, and. Finally, we have Riz Ahmed versus Jonathan Bailey. I think we both know. Jonathan Bailey. It's Jonathan Bailey. Yeah, Riz Ahmed, um, 5'8". Shorter than me. And here's here's the thing. Not that, that there's anything wrong with that. No, not that there's anything wrong with that. But I will say, oh, I actually didn't know. I thought Jonathan Bailey was even taller. He's 5'11", according to Google. Hmm. And I thought he was even taller than that. But I like that he looks like he's short. Yeah. But I, uh, he's actually tall. I appreciate that. Which is a weird, a weird quality. Very few have that. <laughs> um, but I appreciate it. And we're going to go with Jonathan Bailey. It's an exciting uh, next round we got here. We have our final four. Yahya Abdul-Mateen, Lee Pace, Jonathan Majors, and Jonathan Bailey. Ooh. Round five. Which man would you rather be trapped at the bottom of a well with? Damn. You've gone out, okay? Or you kind of, you've you've jack and jilled your way up a hill to collect a pail of water. <laughs> and then, oh, you accidentally both fall into the well. Probably because he was railing you against it. Yeah. You are lowering the bucket to get the water. Uh-huh. He is behind you giving you the business. <laughs> deep in your well, if you will, Mm. and then accidentally thrust too hard Uh and you both go over the edge. (laughs) Obviously, you have such a like gorilla grip on his dick that you're just kind of yank him forward with Mm -hmm. you as you fall and you hit the bottom (laughs) and now you're trapped down there. The way your mind works is just something, (laughs) something else. (laughs) Who... Would you rather be in that scenario with? And by the way, yeah, I hope we write that out, that entire description, <laughs> so that people can judge for themselves. Matchup number one, Yaya versus Lee Pace. Very evenly matched. Yeah. And it does get down to, like, who would you be less annoyed by as well, you know? Yeah. You're stuck. You are trapped. Very little room because it is famously a well. Yeah, is this a case where being 6'5 works against you because you're in a well? Is that what you were going for? No, no. I just mean like really what I was getting at was like emotionally. Right. I mean, that is at the heart of what's happening here. You are trapped. You're trapped. I mean, the, the alternative is like, you know, it's classic situation where you're like in a bank vault. (laughs) <laughs> on a Friday afternoon and they accidentally close it and now right. you're stuck there all weekend. Yeah. So like, yeah, you're going to be with this person. They're going to be pissing and shitting in front of you. <laughs> um, I-, I hate to say this, but I I kind of feel like I wouldn't want to be trapped in a well with Lee Pace. Yeah. There's something about him that I feel like 
he might like claim that he meditates, but like is not at peace in that kind of situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is extremely accurate. (laughs) Yeah. My point is almost that he would take it to the extreme and like make me meditate with him. Oh, and that's even worse. Yeah. Where I'm like, "Mm, actually, no, I'd rather complain. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. I would rather be in a well with him. Next matchup, Jonathan Majors and Jonathan Bailey. Ooh. The matchup of Jonathan's. Now, I do think that Jonathan Majors, under pressure, would not crack. I think that he would—I almost feel like he'd be too calm. And I feel like Jonathan Bailey, he'd have fun. You'd have fun being trapped in a well with Jonathan Bailey. Yeah, I would. Trust me, I would. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I just feel like Jonathan Bailey would, like, calm my nerves in just the way that I need them calmed. Right. Yeah. Based on nothing, I do think Jonathan yeah. Bailey, like, yeah, all has it's it's the ears, which, again, I think <laughs> of as a very positive quality. Of course. Um, but I do think of him as, like, a clownish character. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah, absolutely. He would entertain you. But then also be, like, really sweet to you. Yeah. Jonathan Bailey. Okay. We have our final two. We have our final two. Final round. Now, okay, before we even get into this round, yes, I've got two hands. Yes, I've got a mouth and a butthole. (laughs) Matt, why do we have to choose? Guess what? That's how the game is played. (laughs) Imagine this scenario. Okay. You are an old as fuck bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're sitting in your hospital bed. Mm-hmm. This man is telling you a story about these two people. Oh, they met. And he's telling you a love story about two strangers. Wow. And then the longer it goes on, you start to realize, oh, shit, that's us. I forgot. <laughs> yes, this is the plot of The Notebook. Essentially, the question is, who would you rather The Notebook with? Okay, this is about longevity. This is about who you would die with. Okay, who is going to be at your hospital bedside telling you a fucking story about how you met? Who would you rather have a lifetime of cheesy love stories with? Okay, oh, the gosh. ultimate Hawkeye question. Beauty fades. Let me tell you. Because the old man in that movie did not look like no, Ryan No, he Gosling. did not look good. Who would you rather the notebook with? Yal Yab doing the team the second or Jonathan Bailey? <sighs> I, I think, I mean. I wish I was still in the well. I know. But here's the thing. I feel like the reasons why Jonathan Bailey won the well work really well for him here, which is that I'll he is. I'll slap you right across versatile. the face. <laughs> he is versatile. He is funny. He is sweet. He, he can just go through those different modalities with you, you know, go through life mm. with you. I don't think I used the word modality correctly there. No, it's just such a, We've been such recording for word. almost two hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, I do think Jonathan Bailey has all of the qualities of someone who I would let tell me a story on my deathbed, but also, like, give me one last little little smooch on the b-hole yeah you know and on my deathbed mind you so it's not looking good back there (laughs) and i do think he would still do it we love yaya yeah yeah (laughs) i'll slap you across face (laughs) but i think but i think we have our winner i think we have to declare it the official winner of the 2022 hot guy march madness 64 hunk smackdown <laughs> is jonathan bailey Ooh. congratulations to all of our contenders jonathan bailey your care package will be in the mail uh please provide me with your personal home address <laughs> and i will hand deliver it and when i say hand deliver i mean it sir okay because guess what the package is my face for you to sit on okay <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> we're going right, we're, we've gone on way too up. long <laughs> and that's it for this year's hot guy march madness 
remember, you can find our bracket on Instagram and fill it out for yourself and see who you come up with. Like, it's so easy. Thanks for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can buy merch at unhappyhourshop.com. As always, you can head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y, wherever you get podcasts. Follow us, rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Bellisai. Hadim Jang, Meredith Rice, and Kurt Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellisai. You can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Oh, bye-bye. Donna, dude, looks like a lady. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Sorry, I had a stroke. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I've been seeing these TikToks. um, Ding. People will post pictures of, like, a video of their kids, and then all of the comments will be like, actually, that's, like, a sign of mental illness. (laughs) (laughs) Your child is about to die. (laughs) And they'll be like... If you stop at that that second, like, you can see your child is actually having a mini seizure. <laughs> so now I'm convinced that I'm, like, every time my brain kind of goes out for a second, I'm like, oh, mate, me, I'm having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs>